to episode 276 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. My name is Melissa Ellis and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country. And I am Ollie Spike and my cicadas and I are coming from <laughs> Darawal country. Oh, Ollie, it's the week after the weekend that was. I'd forgotten what a hangover felt like, Mel. <laughs> oh. What an amazing weekend we had. We we really did. We really did. And we promised we wouldn't recap Palm straight away. Did too. we? Uh, well, I call oh, it okay. promise. I guess yes. we, we, we thought about that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, each each Palm is pretty special. Uh, this one didn't disappoint and certainly look forward to reminiscing a bit more. Definitely a dose of post-palm blues still hitting me. But did you get out to park run this coming weekend? Because Shell Harbour, Shell Harbour was cancelled again. Do you want to tell us a bit more about that? Um, yeah, well, look, uh, I suppose just uh, on that topic, uh, and you'll see the linkage in a second, but hey, everyone, <laughs> across all of those park runs, those wonderful park run communities that are currently impacted by the flooding at the moment, and look, I know there's fires in in, in Southwest WA as well. Um, so natural disasters. Wishing everyone a, I'd say, speedy recovery in their in their uh, park run course, and hopefully everyone is okay and, and their homes are okay. The linkage there is, you know, Shell Harbour's weather impacted, but far far less than so many of the others we've heard about, and some of the videos we've been able to see. Uh, thank you to those that have shared those. Um, but to get to the point, Shell, Shell Harbour <laughs> is usually on a dirt track and that's now a gully and it's a little overgrown around that track. So it just wasn't safe to go ahead. We made the reluctant call on Friday after holding out a bit of hope, but we'll do everything we can to get it back next week. So where did you head then, Ollie? Yeah. It was a good opportunity to go on some adventuring, uh, but I kind of didn't have the legs so i went to sandon point park runs 400th birthday uh, mm. for a bit of a celebration their 400th birthday ollie or their fourth birthday or like how does that work yeah <laughs> get it right ollie uh 400th event right okay 400th event yes so that was that was pretty special they're the, they're the big sister for shell harbour in the region and they're a beautiful course a beautiful scenery and a lot of it is paved i think virtually all bar a, a bit of the um the, the dirt and grass at the start and finish so it was a good opportunity to go and run on a course that was a bit more stable after a bit of a dodgy knee and uh, they were hoping to get 400 participants they put out a good call out uh, i think if it were not COVID times they would have reached it but 300 people rocked up and enjoyed the festivities including some of my palm friends so that was quite nice so those being beck <laughs> bailey and chris fraser yes shell harbour zone excellent and yeah. what's with the dodgy knee ollie is this something you need to tell us <laughs> i am planning a run later this year and after the festivities of palm i was still on a high had a lot of energy uh, over the days that followed and all of my different you know, ventures around Tassie because uh, it was quite sentimental. I got a bit excited on Tuesday morning and I started my hill training. You didn't try and run up Mount Wellington, did you? I only ran part of the course. I ran oh. the first six Ks. Uh, but Oliver. I turned around, came back down, and let's just say the knees didn't appreciate that fast downhill and then running down Macquarie Street in Hobart, stop-starting at each traffic lights. Mm. A bit too excited, and uh, we will recover. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so it was a, it was a careful park run for me on Saturday just gone, but can't emphasise enough. So wonderful to see some friendly faces locally and palm-based. That's what it's all about though, isn't it, Ollie? Like running with your friends far outweighs any PBs or, you know, other achievements. Uh, it's the community aspect, what I get the biggest thrill out of, what I, that's bad English, that I. <laughs> <laughs> what I, yeah, uh, absolutely. And I felt 
really quite torn because uh, I got a message from Marvelous Mark and oh. he was celebrating his 200th and he was just south. He went to Husky. He went to Husky. But I unfortunately, saw that. Unfortunately, I had some commitment straight after park run, so I knew that I, I wouldn't be able to get oh. back in time in the wrong direction. So, Mark, I'm terribly sorry to have missed your 200th park run and I look forward to running with you in the ACT because he's, he's – leaps and bounds in, in his running, you know, backing up after a Stromlo weekend and many more runs to come. So another time. We missed you, Mark. We did. You need to be at Palm next year. <laughs> we would love that. We would love that. But Mel, Park Run Day just gone. Where did you go? Well, I attended Event 6 of Cyril Curtin Reserve Park Run, which was featured by TOC in Episode 274. Cyril Curtin Reserve is only 40 minutes from me in the suburb of Williamstown and is a three-lap course on a beachfront reserve of a popular off-leash dog park. I arrived as the sun was still rising, giving a fabulous sunrise over the distant city skyline. The parking and toilets were in close proximity and I was happy to catch up with fellow tourists and palm attendees Helen and Steve Davis was a mild morning which provided a pleasant run on the relatively flat three-lap course on a concrete and coastal trail. There was a modest turnout of 71 participants which comprised 43 first-timers. <laughs> yes, 43 <laughs> first-timers, <laughs> which only 13 had less than six events to their name. This shows the continued patronage of tourists who have delayed their attendance in respect of this fledgling event. Mm. Afterwards, I joined a small group for coffee at Huggerbug Cafe for a short park faff with my friends and a few locals. So... Another new event ticked off for me. Regain my statesmanship yes. in Victoria, Ollie. Well done. Hooray. Yay, hooray. Happy to do that. And, yeah, happy to tick off Willie, as it is colloquially known. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, that's That sounds like a nice event size, Mel. And over three laps, was that a comfortable number out on course? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was good because because it's three laps and it's it's very visible so you could see everybody going around the course. It's a, it's a very social course, which I think Tok alluded to when he did mm. his roving report a couple of weeks ago. The event team is very a very new event team and they're very vibrant and and excited still with their new event. Yeah, it was all in all a very exciting morning and a nice backup to the excitement we had at Palm. Yeah, nice way to keep good good vibes going. And it was close to home. That was also good. <laughs> so I ticked off another new event and I didn't have to travel a million miles to do it. Yeah, save that for next week, I suppose. Well, now that I've regained statesmanship in Victoria, so I'm now 700 kilometres from any mm. new event that I can possibly do. So we're looking at Easter for my next new event. Uh, unless, just saying, unless there's another new event, launch in Victoria before then. Uh-huh, yes. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Well, I think you Victorians do have a bit of a habit of kick-starting new events, so yeah, there's a few weeks there for you, Mel. I think we're on par with New South Wales in that respect, just saying. <laughs> yeah. But, look, you've had a lot of travel lately. Um, not only was it Palm Weekend, but you've, you've been away for quite a while, so did Zoe appreciate having you guys back. I think she did, yeah. <laughs> oh, so I was back at Juniors on Sunday, Ollie. Yeah. Let's just bring that up. We had a bit of um, a struggle this weekend to fill our roster at Ainsbury. Ooh. It was a long weekend in Victoria. Today oh, yeah, is course. a public holiday. It's Labor Day weekend this Monday the 14th of March. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are away holidaying for the long weekend. Plus we had a few major events, running events, that took some of our regulars away as well. So we really struggled to fill our roster. It was touch and go all week as to whether we were going to get those last volunteers so that juniors could run. We managed. We made mm -hmm. it over the line. And it was event 36 at Ainsbury. We had 20 kids, so Excellent. good numbers. Yeah. Very happy that we managed to 
get our volunteers so that those 20 kids could enjoy their park run. Look, yeah, well, well done to you all because that's, yeah, that's a difficult juggle around a long weekend and uh, it must have been nice to be back there too. It was. It was a little bit of normality and that is every week Juniors is kind of one event that Paul, Zoe and I all attend together and even though, you know, Paul and I are there in a volunteering capacity and Zoe turns up not always under her own <laughs> free will. <laughs> But she does enjoy meeting up with friends that she doesn't regularly see and going to brunch and enjoying a donut and a hot chocolate and a bit more social activity after the event. So, yeah, it's something that we do every Sunday that is a family activity. So we really look forward to that and it was nice for us to return to that on Sunday. Yeah, nice way to reconnect and spend that time. It does sound like a nice way to spend a Sunday morning. You'll have to come sometime, Ollie. I will. (laughs) I will. (laughs) And have you gotten a bit of rest, Mel? Because – it was a busy weekend, uh, that weekend before the one just gone, that, well, that little weekend in Tassie. Maybe I had the rest the week before because Paul and I, we headed over to Tassie a week early and, and did some touring. So that was probably very restful. Mm. What I've now learned is the week of a holiday would perhaps be best spent after Palm rather than before because, yeah, we travelled home and then it was straight back to work. And Palm is hectic, Ollie. Palm is full on. It goes from one event to the next to the next to the next over a period of three days and it wore me out. And I have to agree. Yeah, the the Palm format is slightly exhausting. I wouldn't change it. Um, (laughs) No, 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 no. And and credit to those few clever people that picked and choose where they joined in or stepped away to enjoy the destination, uh, while some of us Palm Passionistas completed all the, the different events on the smorgasbord. Um, and on that, Mel, a special mention to Chris Fraser completing his first full suite of Palm events after <laughs> attending five Palms. But, yeah, it, w- it was tiring, and I hope everyone's taking notes uh, because next year – plan in a bit of a break afterwards so you can really make the most of the experience. That's my advice. Turn up, do the Palm Weekend and then have a few days of a holiday at whatever location is the destination. No spoilers. Mm. No announcements are being made. However, that is my advice and that is what I'll be doing next year just to unwind a bit before heading back to work. So, yeah. We landed back on the Tuesday morning of last week and then we had work on Wednesday and, yeah, I had work for the rest of the week and then straight into the next weekend of park run. So, yeah, this uh, public holiday has been very fortuitous to have a bit of a rest and to catch up on housework, Ollie. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? Nobody's been cleaning the house while I'm away. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, you, you mentioned you mentioned the next palm. Um, there are some strong views out there, so we will we will address that in time. Um, and it's great that there are strong views, uh, but we will for this episode bask in the post palm enjoyment a little longer. But before we re-enter that particular little quagmire, sorry, quagmire, <laughs> quagmire. <laughs> Is that a clue? <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Just just baiting. The thing I did learn is and putting it out there i do need to learn how to hold a mic so my apologies to everyone that tried to enjoy episode 275 with the microphone stubbed right down my throat The episode did sound a little terrible in time at times, uh, as as I was speaking in particular there. I don't think it was just you trying trying to own the issue, but yeah, no, no, Ollie, it's we we are not professionals. (laughs) No, no, that's right. After we pay all of our uh, uh, parkrun adventurers. HQ employees, uh, there's nothing left to pay us, so we, we're purely for the love of it. We don't know about this sound recording stuff and we get it wrong. <laughs> but let's take a positive spin and let's just say it's all the more reason to come along and join in person next time. Yes. Yeah, that's where the fun is. Yes. 100%. So should we recap a little bit, Ollie? I think so. Okay. So we awarded our first actual physical real live Obi. 
How exciting was that? I wish I'd held it. I didn't get to hold the Obi. <laughs> oh, we didn't have a photo <laughs> holding. No, we didn't. Dawn had that pleasure. Yes, and congratulations to Dawn. And thank you to Steve who 3D printed our Obi for us. And I do believe there is talk of an even more improved Obi next year. Oh, yeah, there'll, there'll be a few wanting that. Look, it was a, I'd say, tightly fought quiz and Dawn did very well. Uh, it was a fantastic to see uh, someone take the OB there and uh, everyone else get some fabulous prizes as well. Uh, so, again, do appreciate everyone involved in, in the quiz. That was a highlight for sure, Mel. Um, but having Dazza there in Dazza's own way <laughs> was kind of a way to make up for it. Yeah, the fact that we weren't actually at Dazza's. Yeah, he sends his apologies. He wasn't too happy about being left at home. So much that he forgot to wake up on Saturday morning. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> yes, Dazza's was a little bit late opening. We won't say that there's a little bit of internal conflict. No, we, we like to sweep that under the rug. Everything's rosy. <laughs> <laughs> and... The Palm festivities, we did talk through, obviously, in the previous episodes, previewing you know, all of the events, so probably doesn't warrant a full recap, but let's just say uh, I did enjoy, in particular, walking a lot of courses. I did walk all the courses other than Belle Reeve. Mm. They were all stunning, but Belle Reeve was the standout for me. That mm. was just a magical park run, and I don't think we actually captured it properly in the recording in what we described. There was a lot of description of the course. Nobody actually said that it was by the water. Nobody actually described the views mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. from the track. Now, Ollie, you've got a lot more experience in Tasmania and Hobart than I. What was the body of water that we were looking at? Was it a river or was it a bay or was it what was it? So the Derwent River uh -huh. is the river that flows through uh, Hobart there and just on the eastern shore, I suppose, on the point there, Bella Reeve is a, is a pretty spectacular spot because you've got that view out into the mouth of, of the river Perfect, and I, I've you know I've seen it very well described in um, in David's book as a highlight. When you are visiting late December, you may just happen to catch, if you're very very lucky, the the Sydney to Hobart yacht race that would come in and finish there yeah. um, oh, toward right. the dock there. Right. But you can you can of course look west across the river to the city up to Mount Wellington or Kunyanyi, and yeah, it took my breath away. Yeah, and I don't think we impressed that properly in our recording that as much as everybody said what a beautiful course it was, nobody actually referenced the fact that we were running alongside the water and had that beautiful view the whole way, mm. which was stunning and which I did appreciate. It's one of my favourite things just to run alongside water. Yes, I do agree. And, and the course, relatively flat too. It was not. <laughs> what? What course did you run? <laughs> there were some long, flat parts. <laughs> okay. Okay. Agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> course markings out there, a lot of encouragement. Yes, very good chalk markings on the day. And we should mention how many participants we had, Ollie. Four Palm 22. Yes. I've done the crunching of the stats today and I have worked out that we had 45 people participate this year at Palm. Huge. <laughs> Although three did go to Queen's Domain, mm -hmm. but holding no grudges, I've done that myself previously at Palm. Look, we are all adventurers. If you have done the course already or if there is another letter that you need in close proximity, no judgment. Go for it. We are adventurers. That is what we do. We're here to enable. <laughs> we also had one adventurer that was at our park in Orford in Tasmania mm. on the day as well, but did get back to join us at the recording and that night at the dinner. Of our 45 participants, 18 were Victorians. Insert applause. <laughs> well done, Victoria. <laughs> 11 were from New South Wales, 10 from Queensland, 4 from Tassie, and while I mention that, Ollie, Glenn Moore. Yes. Did you speak to Glenn? I, I don't think I got to speak to no. Glenn. Sorry, Glenn. Neither um, did I. I Glenn. Was, uh, 
actually hoping to say g'day. Why did you not come and talk to us? <laughs> we are very sorry we didn't get to speak to you. And we also had Kaz, who I believe yes. is also a Tasmanian. Yep. That was also uh, – and I'm sorry that I – and I regret that I did not also get to speak to Kaz. Uh, we also had one representation from South Australia in our lovely Janet Reed, and one from ACT, which was Michael Charlton. No representation from WA, but that's understandable because their borders were closed and we're still trying to hunt down some friends in the Northern Territory. Yes, we'll find a way one day. Yeah, maybe they listen. Maybe they're just hiding in the background and not reaching out yet. So if you are... We want to hear. We yes. want to know about our friends in the NT. Yes. We won't go for that. Uh, no, I shouldn't say it, should we? <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. See you in the NT. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. I think it's time for another catchphrase. Renee. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what an amazing attendance. And thank you again, everyone who came along. Fantastic to be able to share park runs with you to get to speak to many of you. Sorry for those that we didn't get to, to have more of a chat with. We'll just have to do that next year or at a front. But, Mel, didn't everyone look dapper on Saturday night at the beautiful Hope and Anchor Tavern? The dress-up night is going from strength to strength, Ollie. I was so excited with the amount of people that and the effort they went to for their costumes. It was brilliant. It really is a highlight of the whole weekend. It's probably the pinnacle of the weekend is the dress-up night. Yes. You were amazing as a pharaoh. I loved the twist on the pea theme. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, Got to be pronounced correctly if, if you do say it. But um, I was... I was particularly impressed that I was the, how do I say it, not the most precious pharaoh. Uh, that doesn't come out right. Uh, <laughs> um, Ingrid. Ingrid was, uh, and, and you know, credit to uh, uh, E-Man and Christine and, yeah. and Juno, of course. We, we had a whole gang of pharaohs. We had a whole civilization. Who knew we would have so many pharaohs? <laughs> but uh, Ingrid, Ingrid's gold looked far more precious than mine and there was some fantastic crocheting with her costume as well. So, uh, yeah, I was I was very pleased to be in that bunch. Uh, you had your own posse. I did. Yes. Who knew there would be so many pink ladies at Palm, but uh, it was brilliant to be a part of that. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And, Mel, um, I think also credit to Beck Bailey uh, for creating a costume that inspires parkrun tourism <laughs> and that we could drink. <laughs> <laughs> Should we share that video footage, Beck, um, of the Bailey shots? Because that was that was a, a highlight of the night to share the Bailey shots with an actual Bailey shot. It was. Maybe one day we can get to do that with Tanya and yeah, Tanya and Brett. We'd love to. Mm. You know, we obviously need more Baileys to go around. But yeah, definitely some great costumes. We appreciated the effort that everybody went to, and it was so much fun. And uh, a special thanks to Lynn. Yes, yes, definitely want to thank Lynn, Lynn Hewson for on the night capturing everybody and making sure that we got the photos of all the costumes. We appreciate everything that you did on the night, Lynn. Thank you so much. Yes, yeah. So, hey, if you haven't been to the Parkrun Adventurers Listener Meetup page, uh, go and check it out and just start those ideas for the for next year's dress-up because, uh, I mean, Parkrun's good, post-Parkrun coffee is good, but the dress-up's where it's at. I liked that a lot of the dress-ups ended up in the gin bar, Ollie. Uh, after <laughs> <laughs> I do believe I saw Pac-Man at the gin bar. Yes, yeah, there's, there's got to be a joke there that opens with uh, a couple of pharaohs, Pac-Man, a pink lady, <laughs> walk into a, gin a peacock bar. and Pegasus Parker and walk into a gin bar. Um, but, yeah, it was. What happens at the gin bar stays at the gin bar. <laughs> Perhaps so, but uh, I think our costumes were well received. We did try and recruit a few more park runners. I'm not sure they could take us uh, – that seriously around the park running side of things. And I suppose in, in all of that, um, we, we did say a lot of thanks last week, but I think the reflection that there have now been five palms is a testament also to the vision and the efforts of the wonderful hosts who kicked all of this off, Mel and Scotty. Absolutely. 
yeah, they, they created something. It's an enormous privilege to continue their fine work and it really hit home just being part of a group that are there just to enjoy um, and, and to uh, you know, really um, yeah, get to spend a bit of time doing what we all all enjoy doing. Yep, I agree. But Ollie, it's a 29-minute intro so far, so I think we better move on. Yes, yeah. During all of that and (laughs) since then, the Parkrun world kept turning. Uh, We've got some roving reports, so you're absolutely right, Mel. Let's switch our focus and have a listen to those. Good morning, Parkrun Adventurers. This is Sarah coming to you from Mount Clarence in Albany, currently in the rain. Um, today I'm tail walking and I'm walking with a hardcore parkrun adventurer, David. David, what brings you to Mount Clarence Parkrun today? I'm trying to do most of the parkruns in WA. Um, I moved here in October and I've done 21 so far and I've still got about another 15 or 20 to go. Nice. Well, it's a bit cooler today, which is good for our um, WA summers have been quite warm. So how many park runs have you done currently um, at different locations around Australia? This will be my 164th different location. I've done runs in WA, Queensland, New South Wales, SA and Victoria. Nice. I was talking to David before and I'm sure that David has just taken a job in Western Australia so that he can try and tick off the 42 park runs. Would that be correct, David? I'm certainly thinking about that for my next job needs to be in Melbourne so I can do all the Victorian ones. Right, so if anyone's got a job in the industry of... Engineering. David could be your guy. Um, so now we're turning into a recruiting podcast. Tell me a little bit about some challenges that you've achieved, David, because they're quite impressive. I've completed the alphabet probably two years ago. Um, I did that when I was in New South Wales, so I actually planned my Christmas trip around finishing the alphabet and having to go to... To, to Queensland to get Z for Zilmir and a few other letters. So I plan my holidays around Hutt Park Run these days. And would I be right in saying you've nearly completed the alphabet three times? Yes, I've only, there's some letters you can't get three of in Australia, but um, apart from those, I've done at least three of every other letter. Well done, David. Thanks for sharing your Park Run adventures with us today. Good morning, good morning. Good Johan Divenager reporting from Wakkerstroom in Mpumalanga, South Africa, where today I'm visiting Weaver's Country Estate Park Run. It is an absolutely beautiful morning. The altitude is quite high. We're just shy of 1,800 meters above sea level. It uh, looks like it's going to be a wet and muddy morning because they've had significant rain over the past few days, but not as much as uh, you guys down under. Uh, adventures. I'm here with Carmen Jacobs at uh, Weaver's Country Estate Park Run. Uh, Carmen, just tell us quickly about the, the course, please. Our course is a trail uh, course, so it is a bit uh, rough underfoot, and um, when it rains like it has last night, it is quite wet. But it's a, it's a challenge, and, and it's beautiful out here. Lovely country course. Um, people enjoy it. You know, you get wet, uh, but it's fun. It's muddy fun. Yeah, I can, I can, I can tell you that's absolutely the truth. You should see my legs. I look like a little uh, mud, little piglet. Um, <laughs> how's the turnout been so far? And this is today's your third run, if I'm right. Yeah, the numbers are growing. It's it's slowly. Um, we are a distance away from most major towns, so it is a bit of a a, a way away from everybody. But we hope that the the numbers build and and everybody gets excited and and it, it's it's getting there slowly. So that's great. It's what we wanted. We didn't want hundreds of thousands, but we we I'm glad to see that everybody's trying to push each other to yeah. to better their times on the course. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's a wonderful course. It's beautiful surroundings. And the altitude is a killer, just shy of 1,800 meters above sea level, putting it at around the third highest parkrun in South Africa. Wow, okay. Thank you very much. I'm glad you came to join us. Thanks, Carmen. Adventurers, I'm here with Ritwan Fakir, who's just uh, finished the Weaver's Country Estate Parkrun. And uh, guess what? He's done his. How many parkrun? Different events, sorry? A hundred different events. Oh, so welcome to the Carl Club, as well as... Windgat also? Not yet. Not yet. Okay, so in South Africa, Windgat means 100 South African events or Southern African events, but Ridwan has finished his cow club today. Congratulations, Ridwan. Thank how you did, so much. How did you feel? Uh, how did you do on the court? 
Uh, course was a lovely course, very wet and muddy, but lots of fun. It's a trail run, and I'm just happy to be out here, and I'm glad that I chose this as my 100 different park run. Yeah, awesome. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Good morning, parkrunners. It's Tracy Natutu, and this quiet Queenslander has quartered my quarry all the way down to Queen's Domain in Hobart, Tasmania. Why are you questioning my quest? Well, I think you know the answer to that one. Now I'm here at Queen's Domain and I know the location start. Thankfully there was a freedom run yesterday so um, I'm pretty confident on the start location um, here nice and early. Uh, I won't do a big report on Queen's Domain as I know it's been covered before but I'm going to try and record the uh, race briefing this morning. Apparently it's uh, being delivered in rhyme so um, I think that would be nice to include. Okay, stay tuned. So welcome to Queen's Domain, I'll be a race director today and Lockie is my name, this is the first time I've done it and it's the first time I've read Nick's poetry so hopefully I get it right. This event is only made possible by our volunteers so show your appreciation and give them some cheers. Without their generous support there'd be no park run so what an awful thought. If anyone would like to join us and it really is no fuss, you can write your name down on this big sheet and discover that the jobs are really quite neat. So we can all enjoy our park run day. I have some reminders that I need to say. Please give your finishing tokens to our scanners. Really, it's just good manners. If you need a toilet, head over to the club rooms before you soil it. If you have a puppy, keep them on a lead. And children must be with you always. Are we all agreed? Yay! If you have a pain behind your rib, don't panic. We've got a defib. Just checking there. Uh, please keep left along the track. Yes, I'm talking to you. We don't want any collisions, but that's nothing new. So if you're celebrating a run milestone, let me know so I can take a picture on my phone. The event starts at nine, and if everyone was listening, we'll all be fine. Remember, today is about having fun and doing your best, so good luck, enjoy... Good luck and enjoy from all of us in an orange vest. Okay, here I am back on the course. It's a nice bitumen course for a way. Uh, let's see, I'm at the 1K mark and I think I see someone coming back the other way. Uh, we're doing a pretty nice pace here, actually. A lot of fast walkers here. Um, anyway, that's enough from me. Uh, I'm going to uh, finish up here and head over towards the Parkrun Veterans Meetup a recording that's on this morning. Um, obviously, this recording is coming to you late. Have a good day, everyone. See you on the B-side. G'day Parkrun Adventurers, it's Lyndall and today, um, post-palm, I am checking in from the lands of the Warrami people. I am at Stockton Parkrun in Newcastle, the region of runners. I have just arrived, it's a lovely spot here um, on the north bank of the Hunter River in Newcastle and um, there's just been a massive boat pull in with a couple of tugboats there's a ferry coming across the river people are gathering the run director looks like she's about to give her briefing so I'm going to go and listen in because I've got no idea where I'm going and um, I'll check back in after we run Alrighty, I have tracked down resident Wooter, Rod. Rod, how are you going today? I'm going great, thanks Little. How's your day? Great. First time at Stockton. Um, love my adventuring. How about you? Do you do a lot of touristing as a park runner? I don't. Most of my running is local, but there's still plenty of things to do and see around Newcastle. We've got the brilliant harbour here and we've got some fantastic bushland as well. It's a great place to be. <laughs> so is Stockton your home park run? Yes, it is. I'm a, a home park runner here and I'm also a run director and regular volunteer and I've probably got more park runs here than anywhere else. Yeah, so you're more a passionista than an adventurer. That's right. <laughs> Fantastic. So um, this podcast is for people who like to adventure and go to different park runs. What would you like them to know about Stockton Park Run? 
Stockton Park Run is a really welcoming park run. We've got great wide trails. Welcome to pram pram runners. It's really great if you're a dog runner. We're, it's really nice and wide. You've got fantastic views of the harbour. The only thing that we do have is a bit of crazy weather because we're right on the ocean. If it's going to be windy, it's going to be windy here. <laughs> All right, and there's been some flooding in the area um, in the last little while. Has that impacted um, the park run or any of the other park runs in the area? It certainly would have. Um, when the river rises, we're okay because right here on the harbour it can get straight out to the ocean. But further up the river at Raymond Terrace, their course regularly gets submerged when we do get a bit of flooding. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's a few Raymond Terrace refugees here today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And in general, how's the community going with the flooding? Is it is it still a bit of an impact? Newcastle area has been really very lucky. We've watched rainfall really heavy all around us. But as far as even localised flooding, we've been pretty okay. Unlike you guys from Brisbane, where yeah, you really had to swim for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's been such a big event all up the eastern seaboard of Australia, hasn't it? So um, in a way, it's really nice that park runs can continue to give people that continuity in their lives. Absolutely. So important for our physical and mental health and just get away and get with your community as well and meet great people. So. <laughs> Now, Rod, how did you first get involved in parkrun? How long have you been parkrunning and volunteering? I was here almost at the very start of parkrun in Newcastle. A good friend of mine from work who I like to share a lunchtime run with invited me along and I've been hooked ever since. So, yeah, if Don, if you're listening, thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and now, I did say you're a resident wooter. You've got your wooter singlet on. Tell us a little bit about the wooters. So the wooters are a local running club started at Newey Park and um, the spirit of the Wooter is just to have fun, enjoy your running above everything else. We have runners from all capabilities and ages. Um, we do some regular training activities. We do Wootervals on Mondays. <laughs> we do owls and possums running through the, the Glenrock uh, Nature Reserve on Friday nights and a whole bunch of social events as well. Um, so we're a really inclusive club and, as you can see, we, we don't mind... Uh, <laughs> taking things a little not seriously yeah. <laughs> and we if you hear a distinctive call wait, wait, that is the call of the wooters <laughs> so sometimes you're in disguise you're not always in your bright orange singlets that's true but you can <laughs> this is true but you will recognize us and we recognize each other with a little owl salute as well right. yeah oh okay well thank you very much for giving me the secrets of the wooters thanks for talking to me today and thank you for everything that you've done for park run here in newcastle it's an enormous pleasure thanks for coming and joining us here at Stockton Park Run, Lindell. Okay, so as always, I've tracked down today's run director. It's Alicia. Alicia, this is your first time run directing, is that right? That is correct. Very first time doing run director and I was very nervous doing so. <laughs> but I did okay. Seems like it. We've had a lot of finishes. Big numbers here today. Yeah, they're, they're larger than what they would be normally because we've got a triathlon in town tomorrow So, and there's also an aquathon today. So we've got a lot of people um, using this as a warm-up event, which is good. Yes, excellent. And maybe some locals who are doing the triathlon might be volunteering? Yes, that is absolutely correct. Yeah. So we've had a full roster today, which is unusual. Um, next week's empty, so um, we're, that's our job for this week. Let's fill up the roster. Yes. And look, it seems like a pretty nice community here at Stockton. There's a lot of people still here. But I'm a slow runner. Usually by the time I finish, there's quite often not many people around. <laughs> but there's lots of people here having a chat. Is that yes. a pretty regular occurrence here as well? Yeah, definitely. So we usually um, run around about an hour and ten. So it takes that long to, for the last or tail walkers to come through. But, yeah, everybody hangs around, has fun. Sometimes there's cake. Sometimes, like, if we're doing celebrations. So, yeah, the community around here is really good. Yeah. And there's quite a few park runs in the Newcastle area. Yes, there is. So there's Raymond Terrace, there's Newcastle, there's Stockton, Blackbutt, um, Lake Macquarie. So there are a fair few within sort of driving distance for everybody. Yeah. And I've heard that you like to call yourselves the region of runners. Is that a Ooh. furphy that I've just made up or is that a thing? Ooh, I, um, okay, I haven't 
I haven't heard of that, but I can definitely understand where you got that from because there are runners everywhere around here. Yeah. <laughs> so I understand that completely. Yeah, cool. Now, Alicia, your first time run director, you've obviously been park running or involved with park run for a little while. Tell us about your story. I um, am originally just a triathlete, so I would never do park run. But last year I actually got injured and had three months off. So I came down and volunteered every week for three months um, and then started doing park run myself. So I haven't done many, um, but I use it now as my Saturday get together with my friends. Um, so I just enjoy volunteering. For me, it's about the community and getting together and then afterwards going for a coffee with everybody and, and having my weekly um, chat. Excellent. So it's a real social thing. That's a big part of parkrun, isn't yeah, it? Definitely. I think if you don't see the, the social aspect, then you, you're definitely missing out. Yeah, I would totally agree. Now, just a triathlete, none of that. None of that. Come on. <laughs> Have you made a return to triathlons? No, not yet. I'm just sort of having a break so maybe in the next six months or so you're enjoying your volunteering absolutely yeah. do you have a favorite volunteer role maybe, maybe it's run director after today hold on mm. <laughs> potentially run director um no i really like the barcoding because you get to see everybody come through and have a chat to, to everybody that's yeah, yeah. that done the, the park run that day i'm seeing a bit of a theme here you like a chat yes <laughs> my husband he'll tell you <laughs> well that's terrific alicia thank you so much for having a chat to me today is there anything else that you would like the parkrun adventurers to know about stockton parkrun um nothing other than come down and do stockton parkrun because we are number one <laughs> we'll stop <laughs> and could you describe the course for us um it's a very flat very picturesque course um, we're right on the harbour so which is really nice you get to see the coal ships come in and out it's beautiful yeah i noticed that lots of really big boats yes really big boats <laughs> <laughs> and lots of trees and lots of park dogs here too yes very uh, there's a lot of dogs usually i have to fight for the dogs to get our voice to be heard <laughs> at the introduction so yeah. <laughs> awesome well thank you again for talking to me and thank you for everything that you've done um obviously a really key part of the team here volunteering so consistently for the last little while so thank you for everything that you've done for Stockton Park Run as well. Perfect thank you so much I, I hope you enjoyed today Alrighty guys that is a wrap from me from Stockton Park Run um, on the north side of the Hunter River in Newcastle um, it's a beautiful spot as Alicia was saying it's an out and back out and back course very flat lovely and scenic and if you've got any kind of obsession with boats or rivers um, this is the park run for you so many boats just and big boats just incredible to watch um, alrighty that is it from me from Stockton and I'll see you next time on the park on adventures. And thank you to our roving reporters this week. We had Sarah at Mount Clarence, Johan at oh, is it Weaver's Country Estate or Weaver's, I don't know, all these South African pronunciations, Ollie, <laughs> I don't claim to be an expert. We had Tracy at Queen's Domain and Lyndall at Stockton. Yes, a nice set of roving reports from some very different locations. Thank you, everyone. Uh, Sarah did, uh, will acknowledge, send us a note updating us uh, and saying, hi, guys, I stand corrected. I know there are 44 park runs in WA rather than 42. So um, thank you, Sarah. I don't think uh, the numbers mistake is uh, any detriment to the roving report. I uh, <laughs> I make plenty of them. And, uh, yeah, so great to hear uh, of the fun across a wide range of park runs. Yeah, thank you for contributing again, Sarah, over there from WA, and great to hear from Johan mm -hmm, mm -hmm. over in South Africa. You did well, Johan, and uh, keep it coming. We like it. Yes, yes, and it was nice to hear the poem at Queen's Domain, so mm -hmm. thank you, Tracy, and a bit of the fun there that we did miss while we were across the other side of the river. And from Lindell there, Stockton Park Run gets a good rap. Mel, uh, it's certainly one I've heard some positive things about, so I will um, have to put it on the list. <laughs> on your ever-growing list, Ollie. The one I hope never to finish. <laughs> but we also 
we got mail. We did. You've got mail. From Val. Yes. Val Warwick. Shall I read it? Oh, please. Hello, Mel and Ollie. We've just done our Friday morning ritual and listened to the podcast and thoroughly enjoyed reliving the weekend. I did notice your interest, Ollie, in the Bruni Island Ultra that Brooke mentioned. She is correct in saying that it is well organized and has a fantastic atmosphere. Steve did the 64 kilometre the year he turned 70 and loved every moment of it, almost. (laughs) (laughs) Bruni has some steepish hills. I loved crewing for him and interacting with the solo runners and the teams and their crews. I, as a non-runner, can recommend this event to ultra runners but warn you that the last climb up to the lighthouse at the end of the 64 kilometres is not easy. (laughs) Hope you do get to do it one day. Thanks for last weekend to the two of you and especially to talk. Palm was a blast. Cheers, Val. Thank you, Val. And, uh, yeah, look, good running there, Steve. It would, I imagine, be quite hard. I didn't get to drive all the way to the lighthouse when I did visit there on Monday. But, uh, yeah, that's that's one that's definitely moved to the top of the list. Obviously, well outside my capability right now, though. You went to Bruni Island, did you, Ollie, after Palm? I did. I did. Oh, see, I would really like to get to Bruni Island. We couldn't fit it in this mm. this trip, unfortunately. But when I was doing my study... And I studied through the University of Tasmania. Uh, I did learn about Bruni Island. There's a very well-known cheese. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, what do you call yeah. it? I don't know. A cheese farm. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Farm. They have great beer. I went there. <laughs> yes. Yes. Excellent. And they're uh, quite well known in such circles. So that is a place mm. I would have liked to visit, but perhaps on my next trip. Yes. Paul assures me we will be back to Tasmania. Oh, yeah, definitely. F- fun fact, um, I think Kathy's glad we've not had a son. I have always insisted that if we did, he'd be called Bruni. Really? Yes. Oh. Um, so uh, nonetheless, we'll just have to run it one day. And uh, and uh, thank you to Val as well uh, especially to talk, echo that also, uh, but to Val for uh, you and Steve and showing us around your beautiful state. Oh, yes, Uh, Mm. our token Tasmanian hosts for the weekend. Uh, Aside from the two we we didn't get to meet, but uh, we appreciate the welcome we had from all our Tasmanians. That's right. Someone that didn't appreciate the welcome, uh, <laughs> didn't get the welcome, <laughs> was oh, Dazza. Poor Dazza. So at Dazza's this week, the message eventually was, management would like to apologise for the late opening of Dazza's Cafe. It would seem all the excitement in Tassie last week has upset our routines, but we're open now and ready to hear about all your morning's adventures. And kicking us off with a knotty over in New Zealand was Tanya Bailey. Yet another naughty at Woodend Beach with Brunner. Lovely morning in the sun. Off to the flat white cafe for a scone and a chai latte. Uh, <laughs> yes, and there was a typo that was um, pointed out by Beck, I do believe. Yeah, not a chair latte as, no. as was written, but a, a chai latte. <laughs> and we heard from Richard, who was our milestone slash tourist contributor this week. We didn't go far today, just over to our de facto park run, San Remo Park Run, while Pioneer Dairy Park Run is on pause. Sally reached her first milestone, her 25th event, an outstanding effort after completing her first unofficial at Dubbo Park Run without a barcode. I managed to jump my P and X to six and Moo Moo and Milkshake headed out for their first park run together and Richard shared a lovely photo of Mumu and Milkshake in front of the selfie frame. They look like they had a great time. Also having a great time and uh, knocking off uh, one of the challenges, Tim Robbins, who had to say, Barbara and I joined the Compass Club at West Beach where the Wagga Bridge troll was loitering. And uh, Tim did share a couple of photos, uh, one with a compass in the selfie frame at the beautiful West Beach and also a photo with Barbara and Troll to celebrate. 
And congratulations, guys. And we also had Beck Bailey touristing and part of one of our bigger fronds this weekend headed nearby to Sandon Point Park Run this morning where they tried to break 400 runners for their 400th event. They got 300. Found some other local Shell Harbour adventurers also at Sandon. I scored a position and stopwatch bingo number with my borrowed bark runner, Bobby, then headed to North Break Cafe after for some delicious brekkie. And Beck shared a photo of herself with Bobby and a cheer squad helper near the Sandon Point finish. And Mel, we heard from Steve's bike. <gasps> Did we? On the tourist front, that's right. Steve's bike is back. Good morning, Dazza. This morning, I went to do a park run in a park fit for a prince. A delightfully cool morning and a course PB to boot. Looking forward to next week where there is a good chance of meeting a well-known podcast host. Happy Park Run Day, all. Ooh, where will Steve's bike appear, Ollie? Yeah, yeah. Is he going to be at Shell Harbour? He or she, yeah, yeah. Oh, he or she. Oh, yes. yes. They. I'm being presumptive, aren't I? Yes. There's a bit of discussion going around that Steve Spike may be a she. Hmm. It might be a red herring. Yes, or yeah, maybe showing up at the uh, much more loved Tool and Creek Park Run. Who knows? Yes, although I don't know where you are, Ollie, but not sure that that's where I'll be, but there's more of that... In the outro. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm next. You are. We heard from Irene Bomacanti. Another interstate weekend in the Gold Coast. This week, another B for Broad Beach Waters Park Run. Weather was perfect and course flat. Made a pact with Hubby that if I ran all the way, he had to make me breakfast. Only got a takeaway iced latte. Breakfast was a bowl of muesli fruit and yogurt back at our hotel room in bed. And there was a photo from Irene and Path with the flags in the background, but I do believe Irene and Path may be going after that bee. Is it a beehive challenge? Beehive. You know what? There's a challenge, Ollie, where you have beehive. to get lots and lots of bees. Yeah, yeah. Lots right. and lots of bees. There's so many bee park runs you have to do, and then you have to have a queen, and that's a beehive. There you go. Really, Ollie, you have to keep up. <laughs> Someone needs to catch me up here. <laughs> uh, They're ahead of uh, the curve, those bomb and candies. Yes, yes. No, well done to them. Um and we also heard, and, and I'm not sure if it's in the background noise, but Sphinxie's chimed in too. It's all action Aww, here. Oh, hi, Sphinxie. <laughs> um, and, and the family, the kids are up, everything. Um, <laughs> uh, we've also heard from Sonia Pullman with, I think, a nice new volunteer story here. So volunteering as RD at home at beaches. Peter did his 100th volunteer and got to scan the barcode of our four-year-old tailwalker who just got his barcode this week. Oh, wow. <laughs> and the photo shared some pretty awesome volleys there. Uh, so Peter's scanning the four-year-old tailwalker's barcode on the sand. That's massive for a four-year-old to do the beaches in the sand. Yep. My goodness. And congratulations, Peter, on your milestone. Yes. And thanks for letting us know, Sonia. We also heard from Chris Rise. We headed back to our home park run at Karkarook. Floods have cleared, beautiful weather and a PB for the year. Then coffee at the local Good Times. Good to hear from you, Chris. Now another achievement here, Dennis Peden. Large, flat, white, please, Dazza. I have some arbitraries to celebrate. I finished 31st at the Ponds Park Run in the 31st Park Run that I've done in the last 500 days at 13 different events in three states. It was also my 500th consecutive day of running five kilometres or more every day. Total distance is equal to 3,897 kilometres in just under 407 hours. And uh, a particular highlight was Dennis's a photo with him in said shirt stating, I ran five kilometres every day for 500 days and not one person wants to see my Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> Who can relate? <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a few adventurers that can relate to that. And well done, Dennis. Can we just ask, Dennis, are you, are you on the Adventurers Club? 
I don't know that I saw. Mm. Did we see him at the ponds? Not sure. Not sure. Maybe we mm. did. Anyway, <laughs> our tourist for this week from the UK was Karen Hurrell. Dodged the sprinklers at Halston Magpies Park Run. That's a hockey club in the east of England, a flat, grassy course around the training grounds. My 78th different event, and I just missed getting a stopwatch bingo number. Oh. Four to go. I can feel for you there, Karen. A latte and a bacon balm, please, Dazza, if the kitchen is still open. What's a bacon balm, Ollie? I don't know. Karen, I didn't do my research. Okay. Well, that's okay, but Karen shared a photo of herself with a giant magpie, which was a sign in the distance, not the real thing behind her and showing it was a very windy day there. And I will say, now I have done my research, it's a, it's a, essentially a bacon sandwich or a bacon roll, but, ah. uh, yeah, special special type of roll right. is my understanding. So I need to learn a bit more uh, UK cuisine here, so I would appreciate any more education because it sounds delicious. We just learn so much, Ollie, don't we? We do. Doing this podcast. <laughs> We do. That's what I love. Yes. Oh, but Ollie, 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 we need to pick a winner for the Obi. Yes, and we're back to virtual Obis. Unfortunately, the budget doesn't extend to postage, and no. um, <laughs> but we do. No, no, you want a real Obi? You got to turn up to Palm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Ah, uh, okay. Do you have the envelope? Can you hear it? Can I can. You hear it? Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Okay. It's good to be back. This week's Obi goes to Richard. <laughs> By extension to Moo Moo Milkshake uh, and Sally as well. I look forward to crossing paths with Moo Moo and Milkshake one day in my adventures. That's right. But uh, it does feel good that all is well and happy and pleasant again with Dazza once again. Thank you, everyone who joined us, time difference permitting. And uh, we look forward to catching you all at Dazza's again next week. Someone who we have also missed while we've been away is our informant, Mel. So let's catch up with what's been happening. I'm in the office. What do I have to do? You need to log on as the informant. Password is Pulsar91. Got it. How do you know his password? Oh, because he's predictable. It was either that or something Sudoku. Go to the H Drive stats reports and there will be a spreadsheet called episode 276 and a word doc called StatScript. Uh-huh. Oh, that's a really big spreadsheet. You know what they say about men with big spreadsheets? Oh, you would not go there if you had met the informant, especially when he's eating. Personal hygiene is not his forte. Right. Well, let's get this over with or else I'll be late for footy training. All you need to do is read the script while looking at the spreadsheet and add in the numbers. Gotcha. So, have you got my theme music? You don't have theme music. What? Everyone else has music. You don't need music. I get theme music or next time you stay locked in the toilet. Rude. What is it about this office that turns people into egomaniacs? Why does the intern bang on about the view from level two? There's literally nothing to see. What happened to getting on with it? Oh, yeah. Hang on. We are the Navy Blues. We are the old dark Navy Blues. The stats. Okay, this is not the informant. It's Abby's mum coming to you from a very rundown office that's as untidy as a millennial's bedroom. Abbreviated stats this week. I'm only doing the Aussie and New Zealand bits. Oh, and there's a little note here saying that some of the Parker results pages aren't working. So emphasize the disclaimer. But you've heard it all before. So no, not today. Uh, 367 runs were held in Australia and 14 in New Zealand with a total of 38,722 runners and walkers. There were 5,300 PBs and 1,706 first-timers. 106 juniors scored junior 10 milestones. 168 people scored 50 milestones. 105 people scored hundreds and 22 people scored a 250. There were five new states people, 
Martin Rocks, Joe Reinhard and Andrew Denny in the ACT, Chris Nettle in South Australia, while Graham and Vanessa Fairbrother completed Tasmania. A post-COVID record of 29 people called bingo. Tyron Jarman was quickest on 114 runs. Reese Eberhard was slowest with 306. 82 people moved their Wilson index. Peter Baraglia was by far the biggest mover, moving from 31 to 81, a jump of 50. Oh, wow, 50. Did the informant work that out on a calculator? Two people joined the Peel Club this week, Selena Ward and Bryce Davies. Also, two people joined the Cowell Club, Sarah G and Claire Thiel. Well done, guys. This has been Abby's mum, and this stats report has been clean and concise. It was delivered with excellent grammar, perfect diction, and should serve as an example to the entire Parkrun Adventurers team. And cut. We don't say cut. How do you know when to stop recording? We stop recording when we stop talking. Right. Well, I've stopped talking. Good. Thanks, uh, I think. <laughs> hey, has the informant got his own fridge? Yeah, don't open that. Oh, can I grab a drink? Maybe he's got some beers. Ew, all he has is IPAs. Thank you to our informant, whoever you were. We have no idea because we don't know before you record. <laughs> but we appreciate your content nonetheless. That's right. Ollie. Yes. The Adventurers Club. Is up. It is. We are up to 136 members and 110, 110 members were on the Consolidated Club report at 70 different locations. <laughs> I know. So 13 events in the UK, which were uh-huh. Colwick, Southampton, Bradford, Royal Tunbridge Wells, Hackworth, Rushmore, Tooting Common, <coughs> Market Raisin Racecourse, Ross on Wye, Penryn Campus, Sharpen Road, Plainfields, Halston Magpies, and Frogmary Green Farm. Oh, as if that isn't a mouthful. Goodness me. One in New Zealand. Oh, my goodness, I'm hopeless. One in New Zealand, which was Peringa, and one in South Africa at Atlasville. That's huge. Locally, there were adventurers at 20 events in Victoria. I'm not going to read them all out. 13 <laughs> events in New South Wales, 13 events in Queensland, four in WA, four in South Australia, two in Tasmania, Actually, that might be a lie. I think it might be one in Tasmania. Looking at my notes, just Queensland ah. and none in ACT. ACT, what's going on? <laughs> Where was Will? Ah. I know Mark was at Huskisson, so yeah. he's off the hook. Uh, we've just got the two known ACT runners. Mm, big week at Stromlo the week before. Mm. Mm. Volunteering? I don't know. But Victoria topping the ledger again. Yes, impressive work, Victoria. A good state to be in, it seems. (laughs) Just saying. Yep. Greatest state. Mm -hmm. We're keeping that going for you, Scotty. Don't you worry. (laughs) Team Victoria. I'll come and evaluate it soon. (laughs) Yep. Promise? Yes, promise. So that was the Adventurous Club, Ollie, doing well and growing week to week. Yes, what a growth. Keep it up, everyone. And Mel, looking forward, what's on the cards? Oh, well, I'm glad you asked, Ollie. I am off to Studley Park Run this weekend to see the Sky Whales. I don't know if you remember, Ollie, but back in episode 229, mm-hmm. Neil Taylor posted in Dazzers about the Sky Whales in the ACT. I was particularly interested in this because I have an interest in hot air balloons and I wanted to know what was a sky whale and I discovered that they were hot air balloons that were unveiled in 2013. The sky whales stand as tall as 10-storey buildings. The flight's running concurrently with a multimedia exhibition at the National Gallery of Australia that includes Patricia Pessini's new children's book, Every Heart Sings, which tells the story of the Sky Whale family. Uh, The Sky Whales have been scheduled to go on tour. It was interrupted by COVID. They did 
get to Aubrey probably around this time last year, which I wasn't able to get to. Yeah. Due to, uh, you know, just timing and COVID and probably restrictions. Mm. However, they are coming to Melbourne and they are going to be at an oval adjacent to Studley Park Run this coming Saturday. So that is where I'm going to be. I'm going to be there at 6 a.m. So I can be there for the beginning the launch and all the fun that is to be with these magnificent hot air balloons. I'm very excited and I'm going to have some special guests. Eman, Christine and baby Juno are going to be meeting me there. I can't wait. Those guys don't stop. They don't. They're all <laughs> over the place, aren't they? That's right. But where are you going to be, Ollie? Uh, are you having an exciting morning like me? I will be having an exciting morning. So provided the course is up and running, I'll be at Shell Harbour. Yay! Yes, Shell Harbour's yeah. back. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Hopefully <laughs> it's back. It needs to be back. We've got a special guest volunteer tourist coming along to tail walk so i look forward to welcoming who fingers and toes crossed sam schroeder <gasps> and and beck of course um our bailey shot our very own bailey shot our local bailey Yay! shot so uh, looking forward to catching um our favorites the schroeders and uh hopefully getting back to shell harbour park run so we're having palm fronds in New South Wales and Victoria. Yes, I think uh, every weekend is becoming a friendly weekend. It is, isn't it? Yeah, see what it does to things? It's great. I know. But Mel, um, it's been wonderful reminiscing with you. I'm sure we could keep going for a, a, a long time, but... Uh, we've gone long enough, haven't we? we we've painted the picture. So uh, we look forward to hearing more about everyone else's adventures next week. I look forward to hearing about the Sky Whales and, and the fronding down at Studley. But as always, everyone, you can contact us via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. That is it for another week and we'll see you all next week for more adventures. Glad you're back from Tasmania. Bye, everybody. Stay safe.